Welcome back to the Auto Amateur Podcast. This is James. It's been a little while since I dropped my last episode, but it's been so busy with one thing or another. Uh, making podcasts requires, uh, you know, quiet time. It requires a quiet environment. And uh, due to this whole pandemic and being at home and working from home and my wife works at home and my kids are at home, just trying to carve out some time to work on my car is challenging enough. But uh, to make podcasts... I just need the house to be empty and I need the environment to be perfect. And this morning, I've got that perfect opportunity. So here we go. Once again, the weekend is here and I am all for two things. One, hanging out with my boys because I don't get to see them that much during the week. And two hanging out with my car, (laughs) thinking about Porsche, playing around with my Porsche, you know, when the kids are sleeping, when the kids are in bed, when I get a morning off, you know, this is my passion. This is what I do. Speaking of passion, though, there is no shortage of Porsche content out there at the moment. I think there is more content being created about the brand, about the car, about our love of both than ever before. Four or five years ago, when I uh, got into the 911s, literally, I bought my first 911. Uh, I was looking online, and sure, there was a lot of content, but there wasn't the sort of diversity of uh, the content creators, um, the type of content. You could find Porsche content, you could find PCA content, you could find some um, some pretty good content, some pretty amateur content. It was a little bit of a mixed bag, where now we've got people that are dedicating their time and all of their sort of creative efforts into creating Porsche-related content, and it's just fantastic. And and I'm one of those people, of course, but, you know, from my perspective, I'm still very much an amateur, as my name suggests, auto-amateur, not just in terms of my understanding of Porsche and the models of all the different cars, all the different generations, the mechanics, the design... Um, you know, the future, uh, but also content creation. Um, A lot of people recently have commented that they've seen a little bit of a step up in my content creation game, if you will, um, which is really flattering. I'm really blown away to hear that. Um, And as I look back across the the videos that I've been making over the years, um, you know, I can see my own style changing and coming up with new ideas and new gadgets like the drone really helped me to sort of add another dimension to some of the videos that I make. But I wanted to start this podcast by giving some shout outs to some of the content creators out there that really inspire me uh, to keep going and really inspire me to think more about my passion and more about the things that interest me. Um, And quite frankly, the guys out there that allow me to just unplug from politics and from my day-to-day job and just the stresses of life, just so that I can continue to sort of, you know, delve in and explore my passions. So this podcast is all about the content creators. So I'm going to start out with Michael Baff. And I'm starting out with Michael for a couple of reasons. One, I think his style is fantastic. In many ways, I'm, uh, I'm envious of Michael's, Michael's uh, persona, his style, just such a nice guy. Um, he's got a very kind of cool, artsy sort of vibe about him. Um, clearly a very in- intelligent guy, clearly a very nice guy. 
Um, I've had the privilege of getting to know Michael over the past couple of years. I came across his Michael Bath YouTube channel when uh, I first got into my 911 997 about three years ago. And uh, Michael had purchased his 997 uh, about six months prior to mine. So he'd gone through the initial kind of honeymoon period and the break-in period. And I think he just installed his Fister exhaust at the time. And so there there I am looking at getting into my 997. And uh, Michael sort of led the way for me a little bit with understanding some of the differences about what was in the 997, um, thinking about wheels. And of course, I followed Michael and got the lobster claw wheels for my 997. Um, I did the Fister mod as well. Um, I went a little bit further than Michael went with his car, and he still has his, and, and I've now moved on to the 991. Um, but we're still in touch, and we still collaborate. I was even lucky enough to be invited onto his Porsche Cooled podcast uh, last week to do a Porsche owner's story. Um, Porsche stories, that was a lot of fun to do. But, you know, I've got to give a lot of props out to Michael, because he's in a sort of tricky place, you know? I mean... Uh, he sort of lives between Australia and the UK and Bahrain, where he's cur- currently uh, spending a lot of his time. His 911 is thousands of miles away from where he lives. When he's back in Australia, he makes 911, 997 related videos. Um, he has a couple of different Instagrams, uh, P997.1, uh, Michael Bath, and now Porsche Cooled. Uh, so when he's away from his Porsche, he's still involved and he's still active in the Porsche community and he's creating content. Um, but he's, he's he's been really creative thinking about how to continue to, um, you know, push his interest, uh, but also to continue to involve other members from around the community. So um, you can see that on Michael's Instagram feeds, he regrams um, photos that get sent to him. Um, from other Porsche owners. So you get a really nice variety of Porsche-related content on Michael's Instagrams. Um, You look at mine, for example, and it's all about blue 911s and all the things that I do. My Instagram is more a little bit of a sort of preview and behind the scenes of the videos that I make, um, where Michael's Instagrams are really just about Porsche culture and Porsche ownership. Um, It's a very rich experience. I really like his Instagrams. And then, you know, to continue to innovate... Uh, towards the end of last year, Michael started his Porsche Cooled podcast, and he's a machine. He's putting out one a week. Uh, it's on schedule. Uh, he's introducing a couple of varieties to his podcast. So his Friday regular podcast with his mate Steve, who's based in Australia. I think Steve's a GT3 owner. Um, you know that goes out every week, and it's really nice for an hour or so to be driving around various places over the weekend and listening to the latest Porsche Cool podcast. It's great banter. It's really interesting. It's just fun to sit and listen to. Um, But now he's also introducing on Tuesdays, not every Tuesday, but every couple of Tuesdays, um, a uh, a dialogue with other Porsche owners. So I've done one of them. A guy called Nick in the UK did one the week before me. Uh, So Michael, just, you know, Great job, mate. You're doing really well. I I, I love listening to your podcasts. Um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, the sooner you can buy another 911 or get back to Australia so you continue making your videos, the better. <laughs> as selfish as that is because, you know, I'm making it all about me, but um, you, you're a great content creator. So there you go. Number one, Michael Bath. Uh, number two, while we're on the YouTube thread... Kinda. Let's talk about Nick Murray. 
Nick is a interesting character, a very funny guy. Uh, if you don't know Nick Murray, he lives in Connecticut. He's on the east coast of the U.S. Um, he's probably most well-known as the guy with the two 9-11s that were lemons. At least the second one was a bit of a lemon. Um, poor Nick has had a bit of a rough run with Porsche. And considering how much he still loves the brand, you've got to give it to him. He's had two... I think brand new 911s, and both of them have had some pretty terrible failures. Both of them have ended up being bought back by Porsche. The first one was a first generation 991. Nick had a bunch of issues and he documented them on his YouTube channel, the Nick Murray channel. Um, And uh, this was when I first came across Nick Murray, so about three years ago. Um, That was an interesting journey. And you just really felt for the guy. You know, he was driving around in this beautiful car it was failing him uh the the dealer couldn't fix it porsche didn't know what to do with it um they bought it back off him so okay you think that's only going to happen once lightning doesn't strike twice well it did nick went and configured himself a brand new 991.2 c4s beautiful color i think it was the sort of midnight blue kind of color the carrera wheels um he had his uh deviated color sort of interior i think it was part leather part sport tech sort of sort of like a gray and a white kind of combo not for me personally but i thought it really suited him and it it looked really good well you know same thing or similar things happened to that car error messages problems with the problems with the electronics i think it was primarily um i forget now but you know you've you've gone on this roller coaster ride with him and he's in really good spirits he's sort of keeping really upbeat about it and and seeing the funny side of it um as best he can and that's probably you know due to his uh his uh his new zealand genes i find that you know the brits the uh the kiwis the aussies we've got this way of being able to sort of look on the bright side of everything and and see the fun and, and see the joke, uh, which is awesome. So I really kind of connect with him on that kind of level. Um, but yeah, having gone on that first sort of roller coaster ride with him, with his first lemon of a 911, to then see him go through it all again, all the while with his dogs and his gorillas in the back of his car. I mean, it's just, it's it was sad. It was painful, but it was really great content. It was really engaging. It was really interesting. And then, of course, in between all of the 9-11 update videos, you've got helicopter flying videos and airplane videos and videos on um, other Porsches and, and other brands of cars uh, that you'd love to see and get inside of, whether it's, um, you know, a fancy, uh, I can't remember now off the top of my head, you know, things like really nice Ferraris things like Maseratis, I think there might have been a Maserati, Jaguars, um, vintage cars, new cars. Nick is able to get his hands on quite a lot of very nice cars. And the reviews he does are great. I get my facts right most of the time. (laughs) I uh, have been known to make quite a few little errors here and there with, with my facts about maybe horsepower of certain engines and so on. Nick seems to be on the ball all the time, and not just in the graphics he pop, pop, pops up, which you know you can make correct just by doing your research as you're editing the video, but in real time as he's driving the car, it's all there, locked away in that bizarre little Kiwi brain of his. <laughs> it's, just, it's just awesome. And then, of course, I've been watching Nick Murray a lot, and so my wife Ruthie has been watching Nick Murray a lot. Ruthie is a huge Nick Murray fan, and... Uh, you know, I even found her once watching one of his videos when I wasn't even there. 
So it's like, you know, cheating on me with um, House of Cards or Lost or, you know, whatever TV show you sit down and watch with your wife or your partner. If you find out they've been, like, jumping ahead and watching episodes without you, you kind of feel like you've been cheated on. So to cheat on me content-wise with another Porsche creator that I really like, you know, there are a lot of Nick Murray-related kind of, you know banter jokes that go on in our house in fact i'm just editing a video that uh ruthie and i made of a fall color tour around uh, lake superior in northern minnesota and uh, nick is going to be featured in that once or twice um, but i've gotten to know nick a little bit um with back and forth on instagram and email and uh, just commenting on each other's videos seems like a really nice guy but again every time i see a notification that he's got a new video uh, I'm usually one of the first to watch it, and uh, it's just, it's really entertaining. It's its really cool. All right, so that's Nick and Michael Bath in other order. Um, I'd say the next content creator that really inspires me, um, certainly in terms of style and sort of the concept behind all of the work, is Drew over at what was... 9-11 Cooled and is now the Cooled Collective. Uh, you can find Drew on Instagram, on YouTube. Um, you can find him online. He has his own website. The quality of the content that he creates, both the sort of the videos, um, but particularly his photography, as, as far as I'm concerned. I think his photography uh, skills and his editing skills in Lightroom or Photoshop, or whatever it is that he uses to edit uh, his raw footage, it's just absolutely astonishing. I want to live in the world that Drew creates. You see these incredible visuals of air-cooled or water-cooled Porsches parked under a bridge in downtown LA or parked in front of a warehouse or in a parking lot with a, with a red kind of light above it or an orange light, and the colors all work together perfectly. It's, it's really incredible just looking at his work. Um, I absolutely love it. In fact, a lot of people have asked me where I've gotten some of the prints in my garage. There are two prints that um, that I bought from Drew um, of his uh, his old GT3, um, and uh, I forget which other cars are in the other one. But they're both canvas prints. They're no longer available because I kind of feel pretty special now that I have them. Um, but they're above my workbench, and they really finish off my garage. I have two other prints in my garage by my lift of a red uh, air-cooled Carrera with a whale tail that I took myself, which I like to think kind of helps finish off the garage. But when you look at Drew's prints and you look at my prints, <laughs> there are a lot of times I just want to take my prints down in shame because the ones Drew make are just absolutely phenomenal. So if you're into creative visuals, if you're into photography, um, if you want to just look at truly artistic creations and it's all about Porsche and Porsche culture and Porsche cars and lifestyle you got to track uh, check out Drew's content he's he's really cool and his wife actually I think her Instagram handle is is like at wife of Drew or something like that um she sort of posts the other side of that coin because uh Drew and his wife go involved in a lot of the same events and um, you know they 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 have kids like like I do and and so it's 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 interesting to see you know what's sort of behind the camera if you see what I mean um, but uh, you know incredible work seems to be a really nice guy Porsche cooled you got to check that out uh, who else who else do I watch on a regular basis oh a newcomer or a relative newcomer Andy 
who is in Australia, I think, and I want to say in the Melbourne area, which I think might take me back to my neighbors' days of soap operas. I'm going to get all this wrong now. Maybe Neighbours was in Brisbane. I'm pretty sure it was Melbourne. And I'm pretty sure Andy is in Melbourne. But it doesn't matter. Check out The Last Rasp. It's a YouTube channel. Um, At the moment, it only has about uh, a couple of hundred, I think, uh, subscribers. The quality of Andy's content and his personality that kind of comes through his material, all based around his ownership of his Porsche 964, is really, really cool. He's got a great eye for um, visuals, great eye for photography. Um, He sets up his scenes really well. I was just watching a video this morning, in fact, um, of uh, a uh, a video about his Fister mods that he's done to his exhaust on his 964, um, where I might stand in my garage and, you know, hold my camera in front of me on a gimbal, and it's a little bit shaky to introduce the episode. Andy found himself a curvy road in a beautiful, you know, Lord of the Rings kind of natural scene. Trees around him, bluffs around him, and his 964 behind him, clearly using some kind of really nice cannon on a tripod um, to, 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 to make his, his video. Um, it's just really nice to look at. And he, he seems like a really nice guy, and he knows his stuff um, about his car at least. And so I think he is going to be an up-and-coming uh, Porsche YouTuber. I'm I'm hoping that his channel is going to explode because uh, the content he's put out so far is really top-notch. And uh, some of his um, sequences uh, have inspired me to, to think about how I can, you know, sort of shake up my game and uh, make some of my videos a little bit more visually appealing. So, Andy, awesome job. That's the last rasp. And... Uh, Andy and I are going to be making a podcast next week, hopefully, Uh, so you're going to get to hear from Andy directly. I've tried to get Nick Nick Murray on a podcast. He doesn't seem to be much of a podcasting person, um, but uh, maybe Nick and I can collaborate on a video sometime. Uh, Michael Baff, I uh, did a, like I mentioned, I did a podcast with him recently. I'm going to try and get Michael onto the Auto Amateur podcast and uh, continue our conversation over here. Um, But yeah, I'll be making that podcast with Andy at The Last Rasp next week. Hopefully you get to hear from him. But in the meantime, go to YouTube check out The Last Rasp and uh, and check out the content he's put out there so far. It's, it's really good. He, uh, he's got this very kind of easygoing, natural sort of pre- um, uh, presenting style. Um, yeah, good job. Good, good, good work, Andy. Uh, I think you're going to do really well. So there are all the shout outs for the content creators that are really sort of inspiring me um, at the moment. Um, or at least the main ones. There are at least another half a dozen that uh, I check out on a on a regular basis. Um, I've I found a lot of people that watch uh, my videos and follow me on Instagram uh, take a lot of their own um, you know photos and videos of of their Porsches or whatever cars that they're driving. Um, and uh, you know it's probably unfair to call out a few because there are dozens of you that I interact with day to day and week to week. Um, but it's also really good to. To follow the people that follow me on Instagram and and you know on YouTube to an extent where, where people are making content, um, it's just such a great community. You know, I didn't I didn't have this when I owned um, Mercedes, and I I didn't have this um, anywhere else. You know, I I've lived in America now for over ten years, and uh, 
I, you know, I've got some very good friends that I've known from a long time. Um, and a lot of my friends I've met through my wife, uh, all wonderful people and, you know, truly people I consider my own friend. Um, but, you know, sort of establishing friendships of your own when you move to another country is pretty difficult. Um, and I've moved around the country as well. I've lived in, I don't know, where have I lived? San Francisco, um, New York, uh, just outside of Connecticut. Um, where else? Well, now I'm in Minnesota. Um, but, you know, moving to Minnesota five, six years ago, um, I had a great sort of instant family with my wife's family and uh, instant friendship base with my, my wife's friends um, who all shared, you know, common history and high school history and all of that sort of thing. Um, but since buying the Porsche and, and putting my content out there and meeting other people through Facebook groups and Instagram and meetups and so on, um, I've made so many incredible connections and friendships and not just in the Minnesota area, but all over the States, all over the world. Um, it's just, it's a really special thing. It's, it's really, really fantastic. Um, so let's close out the, uh, the content creation and the Porsche community, uh, conversation, um, with, uh, one of my all time favorites. And, and I would probably consider, uh, him to be, you know, sort of the, the Porsche guru, an up-and-coming Porsche legend. And I'm not talking about Magnus Walker. Um, and I'm not talking about the folks over at Porsche that designed the engines. I am talking about the one and only Lee Sibley. Lee Sibley, you may not know. Um, I'm sure at some point you will, because I, as I say, I think he's going to be a future uh, Porsche rock star, legend, and icon in his own right. Lee is the editor of Total 911 magazine, which is a phenomenal publication. Um, I really enjoy seeing the paper print, um, you know, arrive in my mailbox every month. And I've, I've been a subscriber now for as long as I've owned Porsches, so four or five years. Um, the very first episode of, uh, sorry, the very first issue of Total 911 that I purchased was a, a bumper special um, about which 911 is the right 911 for you. And it just so happened that I came across that randomly in a Barnes & Noble uh, bookstore the very week I'd started considering looking for a Porsche and buying my own Porsche. So Total 911 has a very sort of soft spot with me and that it helped me uh, get into the Porsche community. It helped me understand some of the differences between the models and it ultimately helped me pick out my, my Seal Grey 996 Cabrio. Um, from LA back in the day. Um, but Lee, yeah, he's the editor of Total 911 magazine. I know a lot of you out there have the digital access to the magazine, which you can get as well as the, um, the, the sort of regular printed access. Um, but not only Total 911 magazine, Lee Sibley is that 911 guy. And I, I mean literally that 911 guy. If you go onto YouTube and you search for that 911 guy, that's the name of his YouTube channel. Lee has been making um, a whole series of videos um, about his Porsche ownership experiences um, and his Porsche uh, culture and his friends around him. And um, you got to see some of the stuff that he does for Total 911, um, which is, you know, interesting in itself. Um, but you got to see Lee and you got to listen to Lee talk about his cars and cars that he gets to drive. Um, and they're phenomenal. You know, the new cars, the vintage cars, he himself uh, currently owns a... Uh, first generation 996, which he had um, 
painted in Irish green. Looks phenomenal. In fact, I attribute the flood of green 911s that I'm seeing um, come out of uh, project cars and restorations and, and refinishes because of Lee. Um, maybe maybe it's just a coincidence, but I swear to God, in the past year or so since Lee put out his videos and and, and show, you know re- revealed to the world that he's painted his 911 Irish green, everyone's going for Irish green, or at least loads of people are going for Irish green. And it's such a great color. It is such a great color, especially for um, a Brit driving a sport a sports car. Uh, prior to that, he had a, uh, um, I think it was a second generation 996 C4S. Um, it was in, uh, G- it was in the silver or the, the seal grey color. Beautiful car. Um, he got rid of that, moved on to this this car he has now, and he's he's doing all sorts to it. It's got um, you know sort of retro kind of wheels. He's put in um, suspension mods, exhaust mod. Um, he's put a ducktail on the back of it. I mean, it it, it looks awesome. It, it, it's such a really iconic. Um, iconic change and iconic uh you know craft that he's created there for that 996 i mean just just fantastic um but lee hasn't stopped there um him and his friends uh have just started a new podcast which is one of my other favorite podcasts at the moment if i'm not listening to myself talk i'm joking i don't listen to my own podcasts well (laughs) i i do sometimes (laughs) um but if I'm not listening to uh, Michael Bath on Porsche Cooled, I'm usually listening to uh, Lee's new podcast, which is The Road to Redline. It's so cool. It makes me feel like I'm back at home, sat in the pub with some of my mates. The banter is fantastic. The two guys that he does the podcast with, um, I'm going to get the names now wrong because I'm, you know, ad-libbing here, but Andy and Joe. Um, 993andy uh, is on Instagram. Um, I don't know if Joe's on Instagram. I need to I need to check that out. But the three of them, just listening to them talk and chat is just absolutely phenomenal. Um, you can support these podcasts, by the way, by Patreon. Um, you know, it just helps the guys buy equipment and, uh, you know, continue to help improving the quality of the podcast. So you're sort of investing in your own listening. Um, if you subscribe to Road to Redline or Porsche Cooled in Patreon, um, I actually am a Patreon supporter of both of them. Um, I want to hear more. And so, uh, you know, five bucks or 10 bucks a month uh, to make sure that uh, it keeps going. I am all in. So I think that's about it. Um, yeah, people out there creating this Porsche content, you know, continue to inspire me. There are so many more that I didn't mention uh, now. I mean, I could just go on. Um, David Ray's garage, uh, he is in Wisconsin. Heidi and Franny, uh, their channel is Heidi and Franny's garage. They're in Colorado. Um, car collectors, they are gurus, whether it's their, their turbo or their vintage, uh, their 996 turbo or their vintage Porsche. Um, they, I think they have a Ferrari. They've got a whole host of uh, cars. They've got like two lifts in their garage and four cars. And I'm sure there's a couple of cars on the road <laughs> outside the front. Um, really nice couple and uh, really great content. Like I say, I could go on and on and on. There are so many great content creators out there. Um, my message to all of you, if any of you are listening, is uh, thank you for entertaining me. Um, I'm going to get back to uh, editing the video that I'm in the middle of having just spent a couple of days in northern Minnesota with my wife, Ruthie. Um, Got some great shots. I'm looking forward to publishing that. Uh, More podcasts coming soon. As I mentioned, next week I'm going to be doing um, 
a Q&A kind of discussion with Andy at the last rasp. And uh, more to come. Hope you're all staying safe out there in these crazy times and, uh, you know, avoiding political discussions with family members, which are awkward as as anything. (laughs) As we get closer to the end of the year, um, enjoy your time before the winter comes. Get out and drive and uh, I'll speak with you soon. Take care. Bye.